Hello, this is Magenta Giraffes with me, Simona Roy, recording this on July 31st, 2022. Hi, everyone. Still figuring out this mic situation, but hopefully uh, I sound good. Whatever. I know I'm in a lower register today. I don't know. I haven't talked a lot yet today, so um, I feel lower. Let's see. What can I say about this week? You know, um, not much is different. I feel, you know, I'm trying to lift my mind up and feel confident in things. You know, I've got some things coming up. I'm actually auditioning for a musical theater production in Brooklyn on Tuesday. And I'm very nervous about it. I haven't been on stage since 2019. So it's been a minute. And I really, really want to perform. I really want the opportunity to perform and perform the way that I want to perform, you know, and so I feel a lot of pressure. I don't have much confidence in my abilities. And a little background, I've been singing and studying singing since I was 11 years old. So I've been doing it a really, really long time. And as I've gotten older, there are things that happened and I got kind of bitter with music and I stopped singing. And, um, but then, you know, in 2019, I was in two shows, uh, and that was really great. And then the pandemic happened. So, um, I, I'm trying to get back into it and pushing past my discomfort with COVID. You know, it's a big step for me to go audition with people that I don't know. And I'll be maskless, obviously, when I'm singing. And then if I get into the show, then I'll be rehearsing maskless and performing maskless and all this stuff. So this is a really big step for me. And it's not it's not without the challenges and without the challenges of, you know, not having the confidence that I had when I was doing this all the time. And so I'm really doubting myself. And then, you know, there were also people that I mistakenly talked to, um, hoping that they would reassure me. But in fact, you know, there were some backhanded comments, you know, that I don't think that these people were um, being malicious, but they were not being helpful. And, you know, at the end of the at the end of the, at the end of the day, I can't speak that we know. Um, it's really hard to. It's gonna sound pompous, but it's really hard to do art, and uh, I'm definitely a very fragile person. Like as far as you know, uh, criticism hurts and all of that. And uh, I just wanted to be uplifted, and whether somebody believed it or not, just. I really needed somebody to just tell me like you're you're the best and it's going to be great and if you don't get it for whatever reason it has nothing to do with your talent because you're very talented. But I didn't get that. And so in a very vulnerable spot, which is what I'm in right now for several reasons, it it dug deeper, you know? And so you know, this week was trying to climb out of that because at the end of the day it's what I make of it. And it's my choices and my decisions and my actions that are going to get me from point A to point B. And, 
you know, there's always so much chatter in our brains and at least in mine of just always thinking like, oh, you're not good at this. You're not talented. You're not this. You're not that. So why do you think you can do any of it? You know, and it's it's the biggest challenge of my life to lower the volume of that chatter. And there are times in my life where it is quiet Tur, quieter. It's never fully quiet. Um, and then there are other times in my life where it's super loud. Right now, it's super loud. And so I don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday, but, um, you know, you'll find out first. <laughs> well, I mean, you won't find out first. Other people will find out first, but I'll tell you next week. <sighs> you know, and it's it's at least a relief to know that in a week, I'll know. I'll know regardless. And then, you know, if I don't make it, into this show, there's another show coming up. So I'll audition for that. If it's a show I like, uh, because it's also up in the air about what they're doing. So I don't know. Um, And you know, I also have to hope and I mean, this is whether I I don't know if this is true. I don't I mean, everything in the universe could be absolutely random. I, I, you know, in these moments of insecurity, I choose to believe that it's not random. And that if like, it's better for me to not be in this show, for whatever reason, because if I'm in it, maybe I'd lose some an opportunity for something else. Or, you know, like, let's say I'm in it, and then I get really sick. (laughs) I don't know, you know, so um, I don't know what the pros and cons really are, um, in the grand scheme of things. And maybe nothing does. Maybe there's no entity that knows the pros and cons of the decision of this show, right? Um, it maybe it's it's the rest is still unwritten. I don't know, Natasha Bedingfield. Why are you always haunting me? Uh, but who knows? Um, but I just I can only control what I'm giving, and so I just hope that I am able to be in a space of just doing my best and sounding my best during this 32 bar audition. (sighs) So, you know, not like you're going to listen to this before the audition, but wish me luck. Uh, And you know, this week has been kind of full of, uh, not, I won't say full of signs, but you know, I was, since I was in a low place and so this week was, uh, you know, kind of difficult work-wise and I was just kind of in a low place and I asked my mom for a sign that like this wasn't going to be the rest of my life. And I asked her for a rose quartz, a rose quartz that I didn't own. Um, and I didn't really get like a big massive sign. I, I saw lots of rose quartz on social media and things like that. And maybe it wasn't a specific enough sign, but um, I don't know. I kind of also was mad that um, I was even asking for a sign. I felt like it was like, Asking for a sign was a sign of weakness, you know what I mean? Um, And I didn't get like a big, big blow up sign, but I did see the rose quartz. So (sighs) I don't know. I mean, if you get the sign, like, should you just like, am I being ungrateful? Maybe. But um, I don't know. That's what was going on. And then I spoke to... Um, my friend Lauren the other day, and she definitely felt like she got a sign or something for my mom. And it had to do with Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving came up for her three times this week. 
And when it did, and it was so odd because it's July, uh, she knew, she felt in her gut that it was something that my mom was trying to relay. Um, and Thanksgiving is very significant for me because it, it was, you know, my favorite holiday. I mean, you know, I, you know, if you know, I love Christmas so much. I really love Christmas, but Thanksgiving is a very close second because I used to love Thanksgiving food and I, and I still do, I think, but it's, it's tainted and Thanksgiving is, um, tainted for me because it's my last happy memory when we were all healthy, but we were probably all like in the incubation period for COVID uh, because it was, you know, that first year of the pandemic in November, 2020. And um, we were all home and I decided to cook a full Thanksgiving dinner, like roast a huge ass turkey and sweet potatoes, stuffing, mashed potatoes, Um, all of that stuff. And I really went full out. um, And, and I made dessert, I made apple crisp, uh, which I always love. And then we all got sick and nothing ever was the same again. So Thanksgiving is always, you know, I mean, I think I'll find love in it again. But you know, last year, I think I made lamb for me and my dad and called it a day. And I went over to my friend Mel's and, you know, had Thanksgiving with her family and stuff. But it's just, it's not the same. It's it's tainted for me. So the fact that, like, Thanksgiving was brought up for Lauren um, three times, uh, I don't know. Could it be that my mom was um, saying she's she's with me? I mean, I know she's with me. I just would like her to direct my life <laughs> and just steer me towards, you know, some sort of happiness. So, so it's a tall order. It's a tall order to ask a loved one on the other side. But if um, if anybody could help me out, it would be my mom. Like, she would try the hardest. So that was nice to hear, but also just kind of... um painful. And, um, Lauren also had to get an MRI, um, for, you know, some health reasons. And, um, she was explaining the process to me and it just made me so sad because I remember when my mom had to do an MRI and that was the last time she was in the hospital. And, um, it seems like kind of a very difficult, uh, like procedure, Um, I mean, you know, it's not painful, but you're like in an enclosed space and you have to be still. And, you know, Lauren had all of her faculties while this was happening. But my mom, you know, I can't imagine she was just like not cognitively there and then had to do an MRI. And, you know, she's by herself and everyone's by themselves in an MRI. But like to be confused and to do an MRI and not know why and, you know, have the doctors like, just, um, I don't know, like stick her with all like these medicines and things. And, you know, when I, um, when I saw her in the hospital, her hands were so swollen from all these like steroids and stuff that they like stuck in her. And I'll just never forget when I touched her hand and it was so cold. You don't even like, it was the most terrifying feeling you just it's you it's in it's 
inhuman, like that, that temperature, you know, and you just really know that they're not there. Um, so yeah, Lauren telling me about her experience was, it just made me really sad. But then that jogged her memory about the Thanksgiving three times in, in this week. So I guess it was good. I don't know. Um, I'm crying and sweating. It's not a good look, but you know, she's not in pain. Her body was giving out. I mean, these are the things that I have to just tell myself, you know, it makes it like easier for two seconds. And then you just realize how much you miss the person. Um, but you know, I'm going to end it with a story, not a story. This actually happened to my dad earlier this week. And I asked him to write it down so that we have this because, um, I think it's, it's really significant. And again, I think, you know, mom's trying to say she's with us. Um, I know she is, but it doesn't feel like it's enough. I'll say that. It doesn't feel like it's enough. But here's dad's dream story. So I'm going to read it. It was late in the afternoon, 3.30 or 4-ish. I was trying to take a nap after lunch. Lunch was slightly spicy. I had been cooking my own meals for the past few weeks. It was bland. That day, I deliberately made it a little spicier for a change. As a result, while taking a nap, I felt a mild discomfort. Sort of an acid reflux, but that didn't prevent falling asleep. The sleep seemed to be light at some level. I was aware of my surroundings and knew that I was in my bedroom. Slowly, I was transported into the dream world. In my dream, I was walking into a clinic to get some medicine for my heartburn. As I was waiting alone, a young woman entered through another door that was inside and asked me what I was waiting for. I looked up and asked, are, are you the one running this clinic? She didn't respond to my question and asked, why are you here? Assuming that she might be running this place, I said, I'm having a burning pain in my stomach. This place looks like a clinic with the rows of bottles on shelves, so I thought she didn't let me finish the sentence. Instead, she went inside and came back with a small bottle of liquid and said, drink it, you will be okay. I took the bottle and asked, how much do I owe you for the medicine? She raised her arm and said, you don't have to pay anything, but don't forget to drink it. As I was ready to leave, I asked, um, what should I do if this medication does not work? She thought for a moment and said, mm, yes, that can happen. You need to come back then to get another medication. What if that also does not work? I inquired further. That can happen too, she casually responded. At that point, I was getting a little irritated, but tried to stay calm. But I said, that means if no medication works, then my condition will worsen and I'm going to die. Again, with her nonchalant gesture, she said, yes, that is a possibility. That shook me a little, but to make the conversation lighter, I said, well, in that case, I will meet my wife who recently passed away. Without any concern in her voice, she said, yes and no. I asked, why no? She may have left the spot that was allotted to her and someone else may have taken that spot, she replied, with such conviction that the only thing I could say was, so what would happen? 
then you would have to stay with that person. I don't see any other option. I was getting anxious and angry at the same time and said, why should I stay with another woman just because my wife left her spot for some reason? In a convincing tone, she said, yes, I understand your dilemma, but that is the rule over there. Once you leave your assigned spot, you lose it, period. At that point, I was totally exhausted and frustrated. So I asked her, what should I do then? I'm totally screwed. Without batting an eyelid, she said, you can stay here with me. I was taken aback. In a firm voice, I protested, why should I stay with you? You're not even my wife. At that point, she stepped forward a little and said softly, come closer. Look at me. I'm your wife. Then suddenly she hugged me and kissed me. At that very moment, I realized, yes, she is my wife. I woke up, broke into tears, and a sense of relief and sadness washed over me. So that was my dad's dream. Can you believe it? That is so fucking crazy. I I don't even know. I, you know, I mean, as he was telling me, he started crying and and then I was teary-eyed and I, you know, I'm teary-eyed now. And um, if that isn't her coming through, then I don't know what is. <sighs> well, I don't really want to go any further after that, but I hope you enjoyed the retelling of my dad's dream. And, you know, um, hopefully it fills us all with a little hope that uh, our loved ones on the other side are with us. So until then, I will, until then, until, until we are dead and with them, <laughs> I'll just say bye.